I've been thinking about lately about how our church is uniquely positioned for COVID-19. Um, if you look back, if you think back to the spring one year ago, what were we preaching through? What were we considering? What book of the Bible do you remember? It was a, it was a book called Ecclesiastes on the fact that uh, our, our lives, the wisest man who had ever lived, Solomon, is saying and teaching that our lives are like feeding on wind. The length of our life is so, so short in the scheme of things, but who remains? God. And he oversees the affairs of mankind and he continues to work out his redemptive purposes. And so I think the shallowness of life was just kind of shaken out from us. If you picture a plant that's just been uprooted and then you shake the dirt off of the roots, it seemed a bit like if that dirt was shallowness for us, that Ecclesiastes had that effect. And then after Ecclesiastes, we moved into praying the Psalms and we began to seriously for the first time as one church consider using the scriptures as a springboard for our own prayers. And I've been quoting Donald Whitney consistently over that time or since that time, this quote from him that has just stuck with me. And, and it's this, that when we pray the Bible, we take the words that God has given to us, we circulate them through our minds and our hearts, and then we offer them back to him in prayer. And so he begins the conversation and we are the ones who respond to him. Eugene Peterson said that prayer is answering speech. And what he meant by that is that God is the one who reveals himself to humanity. And so any time that you and I begin to speak our heart's desires to him or come to him with our needs, any time that we do that, we are responding to his revelation to us. We aren't discovering him. He's the one who has revealed himself to us. And so all prayer is answering speech. So we started in the spring with Ecclesiastes and then praying the Psalms and began to really lean in hard to cultivating a, a culture of prayer together as a church. And then um, after the summer, in the fall, we jumped right into Galatians, probably Paul's earliest letter, a letter where he's repeatedly uh, banging the drum of we are justified not by our performance but by the performance of Jesus Christ on our behalf. We are justified not by our works but we are justified by the work of Jesus Christ at the cross and the resurrection on our behalf. And so we continue to just wrestle with uh, this legalistic mindset that says, if I pray enough, if I'm in the scriptures enough, if I stay in community, if I give, if I, if I, if I, if I, then God will be more pleased with me than he is today. And Paul's letter to the Galatians was, this is not the gospel. He who began a good work in us, it's him. It's the, are, are we perfecting ourselves by the spirit or by the flesh? It's God's work in our lives that continues to draw us to him. And that is all a result of our justification. It's not the means of our justification. And then from Galatians, what a timely um, transition to rhythms of grace because if we don't have Galatians and we move into rhythms of grace, I feel like the spiritual disciplines and the practices, they, they for those of us who have a, a mindset or struggle with uh, feeling as though we're justified by our works, even though we wouldn't say that out of our mouths, it's still kind of how we live. Uh, 
going into rhythms of grace without Galatians would probably solidify that core belief in our hearts that we so typically live from. But we had wrestled with Galatians and then we moved into, okay, we stand regularly in these pathways of God's grace to us. Things like reading the scriptures, things like seeking him in prayer, things like fasting, things like hearing the scriptures, things like generosity. And then what happens just uh, uh in January of this year on a world scale in China, but really we are feeling the effects of it in the last week, this uh, coronavirus. So as a church, um, I just, uh, I can sense, and we had no idea, but the Holy Spirit was preparing us as a people to respond to him in gratitude, to respond to him, gratitude that he's with us. He's given us the life of his son. He's given us life, uh, being lived here and now, even while Earth <laughs> shuts down. I think that we're uniquely poised to follow him, to obey him. We're probably considering Christ on a more serious level at this stage than we have in quite some time. And so I just want you to consider for a moment how God, there's my thought again, how God has sovereignly uh, been guiding us and preparing us for a moment like this. Reminds me of Esther, which funny story, when we landed Rhythms of Grace, we were going to land it the week before Easter, April 5th. We were going to celebrate the resurrection on the 12th, and then we are going to start a series in Esther on April 19th, the week, the week right after uh, Easter Sunday. And that was my plan. So God has just been doing this in my heart. He's doing things in your hearts. I would love, church, if you would begin to share those things widely, share those things through your social channels. How has God uniquely been preparing you for a moment like this? How has he been preparing our church for a moment like this? It's beautiful. Love you guys.